Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Happy New Year, babes. We're 10 days into the new year. How is it going? Are you one of those people that have thrown away the New Year's resolution? Kate and I both say, forget stupid resolutions. No one sticks with resolutions, but please set intentions and vision. And that is why we're doing today's episode, how to raise your standards, raising your standards in 2023, because essentially the standards that you set for every area of your life, relationships, health, career, friendships, all reflect how high they are or how low they are. So we are super excited to talk about this one. And this specific thing is actually what changed my relationship to myself and my love life more than anything else was this. Yes. Yes. And about speaking about new years, I just want to speak to, I, I read a post the other day that I love so much. It was about like, why do we set all these big goals in at December 31st when we're about to go into like the coldest, darkest time of the year, when actually what we should be doing at this time of year is resting and regenerating and, you know, like in going internal and doing the inner work and taking care of ourselves. So I really love that perspective of like, how can we soften at this time of year? Cause mm. that's actually what your body needs right now is like more yin yoga, more, more slowing down, more staying home, more being with yourself. If we're working with, well, it also depends on where you are in the world. <laughs> I was just going to say that it's yeah. summer in Australia. <laughs> right, right, right. So for the Australians, not you, but for, for the, the, North Americans and people on this side of the hemisphere, definitely winter is yin time. But um, I love that raising your standards in love means raising your standards with how you treat yourself and what you tolerate in every facet of your life. It's not just in relationships, because if you tolerate crap in friendships and you have, you know, really toxic people in your life and you tolerate crap at work and you tolerate crap everywhere you go, obviously when you get, when you're dating someone, you're not going to see clearly and you're not going to notice because you're just used to tolerating crap everywhere you go. I think the way to think about standards, that's the vulnerable thing for women. Like everyone wants to know, right? How do I stop attracting unavailable men? Like, how do I call in more high quality men? The answer to all of that is by raising your standards, yeah. but we have to talk about what that actually means. Here's the bad news that goes against what the fairy tale is that goes against the princess mentality in which most women believe that they are at the affect of their love life, right? Oh, I hope somebody picks me. I hope I'm good enough for a man rather than you must be an active participant in your love life. And your standards are about what you accept or tolerate in your life. That's it. 
You have no control over other people. You cannot get someone to fall in love with you. You cannot make someone commit to you. But what you can do is decide that you are worthy and deserving of a committed relationship. You can decide that you're worthy and deserving of being treated well. You can decide that you will no longer tolerate lack of reciprocity in friendships or romantic relationships, or you will no longer tolerate a shitty job that you hate or tolerate living in a place that you don't want to live, right? Like we're back to the core message of the new truth. That is you are responsible for your life. And I spent so much energy and I know so many women spend so many energy trying to get the outside world to be different or to get men to be different, right? 17 breakups with the same person. Like I know a little bit about trying to force something outside of me to change until I said, okay, I'm going to raise my standards and standards are not expectations. And I think this is a big, Mm -hmm. a big one. Raising your standards doesn't mean that all of a sudden people are all going to treat you well. Raising your standards doesn't protect you from fuckboys or breadcrumbing or unavailable men. Raising your standards protects you from giving your energy to them. Raising your standards says, I'm going to draw a line in the sand that says, I will only accept this kind of behavior in my life and I won't give energy or attention to people that don't meet that. That's how you actually get in charge of your life. Please see our episode on why you're exhausted in your relationships. If you're finding that you are exhausted in your relationships, it's usually because you're overgiving and overfunctioning and trying to get other people to change rather than focused on your most valuable asset, which is your own energy and attention. Yeah, exactly. And seeing what you're contributing to the dynamic, like you just said, overgiving. If you're overgiving and then deeply resentful because other people aren't showing up for you, dial it back a bit. <laughs> Stop overgiving because when you're overgiving, you're overcompensating and you're operating from those survival patterns and you're not actually going to feel met in those dynamics. So knowing your patterns, knowing your part, knowing what you bring to the table is essential. It's essential. And I was thinking as you were talking that um it's like the princess mentality is what most women have when they're dating in relationships until they listen to the new truth podcast princess mentality, which is like, why isn't he choosing me? He's, you know, why has he disappeared? It must, or why did he cheat on me? It must mean something about me. I'm not good enough. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not, I need to change. I need to change him. Like all of this needing to be chosen and contorting yourself to get love. That's the princess. That's a girl versus when you are in your sovereignty when you are a woman that's fully anchored in yourself the 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 queen energy doesn't actually change herself to get love she allow and or anything she allows people to rise and meet her i think about when i was dating um in the fall and i was dating this guy who we had a great intellectual connection and um it was interesting conversations and we had a really long first date but there were two things he smoked and then when i communicated my discomfort or like my uh challenge with smoking it was very i was very intentional with not being um blamey or to, or like judging him i was just sharing for me it's a it's you know just really out of alignment with one of my core values and that i know in a relationship it wouldn't work for me and he got really confrontational and and kind of passive aggressive in his communication and then he called me and and kind of cleaned it up in somehow and we went on a second date and then the second date that communication style happened again where it was kind of like passive aggressive blame 
blamey, weird communication. And I drew the line there. It's like, oh, no, that doesn't feel good because I'm used to having in my relationships of all kinds in my life, very clean, open, honest, vulnerable communication with people who own their side of the street and who aren't passive aggressive. And, and so it's like, when you clean up all your relational dynamics and you clean up where you're coming from within yourself, which, you know, that takes work. I hate the word work, <laughs> but it takes commitment. It takes time. It takes a different effort. kind of work of learning effort of learning how learning about yourself and, and getting to know yourself in this way so that you can be cleanly communicating in your relationship so you can change how you're showing up. And then you'll know when people are meeting you there. I can't say it any better than that. Really? The, the, they must rise to meet you. Yes. And that's the difference of the princess mentality. The princess mentality is who do I have to be in order to get them to want me rather than who do I want to be? Who am I actually right? Not my saboteur, not my patterns, not my child self, not my, a princess. Who do I want to be so that the right people find their way to me? And I think there's a lot of impatience that happens for women. I'm sure your clients say this too. There's like that middle ground of when we stop behaving how we used to behave, but we're not quite bringing in the kinds of friendships or romantic relationships that we want to yet. You have to trust the process in that place. Like there's a, there's, is a, a time of transition of not no longer who we used to be, but not yet who we are becoming. Because I remember, especially after my horrible breakup and I knew I wanted a partner, but I couldn't rush my process. Like I couldn't rush raising my standards. And so the thing that I also want to add to this about raising your standards in your life is your love life might be the last place to raise your standards, right? Like look at where you live, look at what you're tolerating in friendships, look at what you're tolerating around your health, look at what you're tolerating around your career. Because a lot of times, and I, I actually, I was thinking this because I had this conversation with someone last week, that there is no way I could have attracted Andrew living in the apartment that I was living in, in Boston. It was a one bedroom apartment turned into three. There were three of us living in a one bedroom apartment. I, I just, And it's more like, not like the apartment was the answer, but the apartment was a reflection of how young I was in myself, like an immaturity and a mess and then not really being responsible for my life. Like my room was full of shit. Like I, I was, and it was young, like it was appropriate for the time. And then it was time to move on. Right. And I met Andrew after I had made decisions about my life that had nothing to do with love. Like I didn't move out of that apartment because I wanted love. I moved out of the apartment because it no longer fit the woman that I was becoming. Right. Mm. I went to Hawaii because it was something I wanted to do for myself. And that's the secret too, right? Anything you're manipulating so that a guy wants you is actually not a reflection of who you are, right? That's still about fear. So raising your standards says, I want my life to reflect the truth of who I am. I want my life to reflect the beauty and the grace and the joy and the playfulness and the magic that I am, because that's the only way love is going to work. Like, please let me know if you've ever found someone who has a great relationship, but the rest of their life sucks. It doesn't Mm, happen. No, It doesn't happen, right? It's all a reflection of the way you treat yourself, the way you're behaving in your life, the beliefs you have about yourself. And there is nothing like, and here's the catch that I think a lot of women don't get. There is nothing more attractive than a woman who respects herself. High quality friends, high quality men, high quality jobs, right? We are magnet. We are magnetic to people when we walk with self-respect. 
And that's really what standards are. Self-respect is the reflection of standards that I will not be treated poorly. And I don't have to go policing everyone who treats me poorly. I don't have to rally and defend it. I just don't give like, this is it. You don't give your attention and your energy to people who don't deserve it, to people who don't treat you well. And most women, especially dating, this is it. You give yourself away to the first person who gives you fucking breadcrumbs of attention. And then you wonder why you're burned. Yeah. Right. Your standards have to be reflected in every area of your life, but don't start with love. First, take out your journal right now and take inventory, right? This is the time, time, magical time of year to take inventory on where you're living, how you're treating yourself, what your relationship is to your health and your body, right? Are you investing in personal development? Are you involved with really great friends? Maybe there's a workout class or a dance class or a book club you want to start of like before you think about love, think about, is there even love in my life at all? Right. Not I'm trying to find love. You're trying to find a partner. You're not trying to find love because love is what you are. Love must be in your life in order to attract the kind of partner who can actually live love with you. And that's when I think of my, my journey, Andrew was like the icing on the cake. Like I had cleaned up where I lived. I cleaned up what I was doing with my work. I left my nonprofit job and started my own business and was full with my own business. I cleaned up my relationship to my health and I cleaned up my ex. I stopped talking to my ex. Mm -hmm. I went to Hawaii and I closed the door on my ex so that we were no longer texting. We were no longer talking. I was no longer pining over him. It was a clean, neutral place. And then of course, right. I met Andrew. Like it it wasn't, it was a byproduct of all those other things. I didn't set out like, I'm going to find a partner. It was, I'm going to clean up the standards in my life first. Yes. I love that because also it takes the responsibility and pressure off the relationship doing that for you. And that's the fantasy. Like that's, that's the story that we've all bought into that we've been fed our whole lives as a woman will be complete when she has love, when she has a husband, when she has that perfect life. And I just following the holidays and all the BS around, there's so much fantasy around the holidays. Like I just watched it and just how, like how many Instagram accounts, not no offense if you did this, like it's, you know, it's, I'm sure it was enjoyable for some, some people, but like with the matching pajamas and like, it's just like, everything is, is, about how people perceive me and how the, like how the world around me is accepting me and like going to the holidays and even talking about what, you know, what my life is and, like how, like, I even think of the conversations that happen at Christmas time with family members that you haven't seen in a long time. And it's like, oh, are you single? Like, are you dating anyone? Or, or like, it's all about like you proving to people how good your life is or how well you've, you've met the standard of what life is supposed to look like. So speaking to other people, I know exactly. (laughs) There's like external standards, right? Most people are operating by this external standard of, am I meeting the idea of what my life is supposed to look like, which is like, that is what most, like when I work with women, that's where they all are. And they're all like, and, and most of them did a great bang up job of of like meeting the standards to a T lots of perfectionists, lots of um, women who are like, I checked it all. I checked every box. I did it perfectly. And inside of that, I was miserable or I was empty or I was numb. And it's because those, like those things outside of you and other people's approval actually doesn't fucking matter. All that matters is how you feel. 
all that matters is how you feel and how how connected you are to what you're experiencing in your life and how how much it brings you joy or relaxes you or has you feel good and i think like I'm currently in North America right now visiting for the holidays and just how different it feels even being here versus Europe for me mm -hmm. and how when I'm in Europe, when I'm in Greece, I feel so different than I do here. And when I'm here, I, I don't know if it's the frequency of how people live here. I think it's a little bit of both. I have really great astrology lines and in Athens, but I feel this sense of how I used to feel here, which is just like, I had to work so hard to feel good. And I had to do so many things, which I did. And I managed it. And in Greece, I just wake up most of the time and feel good. And then I do my rituals and I do my practices and all the things that have me feeling more connected to myself, but your inner world, like for, for, I know a lot of you that even the, the concept of inner world is so new, um, but your inner world is literally the only thing that matters because when you shift that, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. When we shift our inner world, our outer world changes. You no longer can tolerate toxic relational dynamics because you feel good inside of yourself. Right. So the moment it's like quitting sugar and then eating sugar a year later, you will feel like shit. You will feel like you'll have a headache. You'll feel tired. Your energy mm -hmm. will crash. You'll feel horrible because your body got to learn what it felt like to not have sugar. And so it's the same with every facet of your life. When you clean up your inner world and you start to pay attention to it, bring your attention to your inner world and your inner experience. How do I feel right now? And if you cannot feel your feelings in your body and what's happening inside of you, do somatic nervous system experiencing, somatic experiencing nervous system regulation, because usually it just means a dysregulated nervous system. If we're frozen and we can't actually feel our inner experience, if you're in so, uh, I've had a lot of clients describe it as feeling robotic, like they're a robot and they just like can't connect with their feelings. So definitely there is a way to melt the walls so you can actually feel what you're experiencing. But make that be your devotion in 2023, where you are devoted to noticing even how you feel. Start just there. And, and like you said, get out a journal and a pen and just have it near you. And like, oh, I notice when I go on my phone. This year, I had an experience um, on the island of Idra, this, that island, magical Greek island that has no cars on it. And I decided to do no technology for a week. Mm. And I could not believe how long the energy I got and I attained from that week of being unplugged brought, was brought into yeah. my life. Like my, the next like two months I felt so, I didn't even have to meditate or do any, it changed everything. And then notice when you, so if you cut out social media for a day and then notice when you go back, notice how you feel, and then maybe dial back how much time you're spending on there. Notice how you feel when you Watch Netflix for hours and hours and hours. Notice how you feel when you are texting your Tinder dates and someone's like, you know, whatever, stringing you along or they're yeah. texting rude things or they're not curious about you. Just notice when you're on dates, how do you feel? Notice in your friendships, how do you feel? And don't blame the other person. It's so easy. This is what happens. It's like, oh, they're toxic. They're toxic. No, you're playing a part too. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're staying, you're sacrificing, you're people pleasing. Like, what are you doing that's keeping that dynamic alive? Because you're contributing to it too. Yeah. 
When you, I love this because when you raise your standards for yourself, it's not about being perfect. Like I really want to put that in, but I will say I have the same experience of what you just shared, which is the second something is out of alignment or I'm off, I feel it faster. Yes. Right. Like when you have low standards for your life and in every area, and especially in love, you just tolerate crap for longer. Like you'll maybe realize like, oh, this is a breadcrumbing guy. This guy can't offer me anything or, oh, actually I hate this job, but it'll be like four fucking months, six years later, (laughs) you know, rather than fast. And that's what happens when you do the work and like your inner world includes your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and behavior. Actually, like your behavior is included in your inner world because your behavior manifests from what you feel and think and believe about yourself. Right. And so instead of focusing on trying to change your behavior, you focus on your inner world first and then the new behavior comes and that's what will happen in love. But you don't try and I'm going to how do I try to stop attracting these kinds of men? Don't give your attention to that. It's actually, how do I breathe and love myself enough and raise my standards around what I will and will not tolerate in my life so that I can have the experiences that I want to have. And that's how it works. And when you are deeply connected to yourself, quickly things resonate or not. Right. Yeah. You know, quick on a date, yes. if someone's not right for you, you know, quick We Kate and I know quick, if someone is not a right client for our work, yes. Kate and I know quick when we walk into a place even like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't right for me, or this person's not right for me. And don't put pressure on yourself to have to figure it all out, but recognize that when you're deeply connected to yourself, you just have like, it's, it's, that's the inner compass. Yes. Right? It's, it's from the inside rather than what so many women do, which is you look outside and ask your freaking friends, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? You ask Instagram, what you think you should do rather than, and now go see our episode on how to trust yourself in love. That was an incredible episode, but when you have an inner compass, that's what the reflection is. And that's what standards are. Standards are about what you will or will not accept or tolerate in your life. And you do not have to police other people around it. I'm going to keep saying that because I'm so sick of that. Like you won't even give attention to labeling men. Like you won't even be walking around being like, he's toxic. You just will say, Oh, not for me. Not allowed. I don't tolerate that. I I don't do that in my life. I don't give energy or attention to that. And that's what changes. And that's what we want for you in 2023. And there is so much magic to be had. Both Kate and I have so many amazing offerings coming down the pike for you and an offering together. We're going to put the seed today for an offering that together this year for all of you. And that's it for me. Anything last thing you want to say? Yeah, just, I mean, p- piggyback on everything you just said. It just, I just desire this for all women on planet Earth. Imagine what a different world it would be if women had high standards for themselves in all areas of their lives. That's how patriarchy gets flipped on its head is we, our internal world and how we show up in our lives and for ourselves changes. It's, it still exists inside, it still exists in many parts of the world, but it exists inside of us. It's a system that lives inside of us and we keep it alive by continuously playing a part and participating in it. And I love it. It's like, that's one thing I've noticed since I've been home. I just feel this overarching feeling of like victim mentality and of like, oh, life is hard. And it's doing that life is hard. That is true. But it's like, it's doing something to me as opposed to like, okay, this thing is happening. How can I care for myself more during this experience? How can I show up for myself or get the support that I need during this experience when challenging things happen? So taking radical responsibility for your life 
and for how you feel and for who you surround yourself with and for every facet of your life is the most important thing. And if only we could all raise our standards, it would be a very different world. So yeah, time to love yourselves up this year and start doing your life differently. And then it becomes easy. You get to feel we all have an inner compass. This is the last thing I'll say. We all have an inner compass. And I know you know about it. I talked about this in my solo episode recently. Like, you know, you have an inner compass. Like every woman on planet earth has said yes to something that's actually a no. And then later been like, damn, I felt something was off, but I didn't listen. That is your inner compass. And the more you raise your standards and change how you operate your life and where you're coming from inside of yourself, the more clear those signals become. And you do less of the back and forth asking everyone else in their opinion, but also going back and forth in your head. Should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I versus what's my, what feels right? Oh, wait, I'm feeling really good. And then I went on that date and I actually feel bad now. So probably not aligned or I was feeling really good. And I hung out with that friend. And every time I hang out with that friend, I feel exhausted and drained and like not supported, not happy. Like just notice what's happening inside. Get to know yourself. Get to know your inner world. We love you. We love Happy you. New year. Um, three and- years with the new truth. Yes, it's almost our three-year anniversary. So crazy. We, Catherine and I have lots of exciting thing, new truth things coming out this year. 2023 is going to be a big year for the new truth. So thanks for being with us. Yes. We love all your support. I, as always, we love your messages and letting us know how the new truth has impacted you and giving us tips on, or suggestions on what, what things you want to hear about. Um, thank you for spreading the word to all your girlfriends. We love you so much and we'll see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.